Hello, yummy mummies. Welcome to Beyond the Bump, a podcast brought to you by Jade Caldwell and Sophie Pierce. This podcast is targeted at mums, mums to be, and women in general. And gents, feel free to have a listen too. It's a place to have real discussions and ask real questions, no matter how hard, with honest and authentic people. The aim is to have you feeling lighter, more supported, and more understood after every listen. Now, we can't promise that it will always be kept PG, so please be mindful around little ears. Here we go. Alrighty, Sophie, here we are with an absolute ripper of an episode. Are you ready for this? Well, we hope so, but we just figured there's enough bad shit going on in the world right now. So let's just bring something lighthearted. We hope you can give you guys some laughs. I've left Jade in charge of this one, which if anyone knows my control freak type personality, it's causing a bit of anxiety, but I've got full faith in you. And then if it's an absolute (laughs) flop, uh, you're to blame. So (laughs) here we are. Well, the last time I did the mental load, it went well. So fingers crossed this happens again and everyone is happy. Yeah. Jade has been wanting to do a mum brain episode for quite some time. And I've been (laughs) like, how do we do that? Mum brain didn't allow me to be able to see how we can do that. But we asked you guys to send in your best mum brain brain stories. And look, I tried not to read them all because I wanted some of them to be like a surprise while we were recording, but I was absolutely pissing myself to some of them. And I think that it's going to leave a lot of women feeling like, okay, they're not the only ones. Supported and understood. Yeah. Last night I was writing them all out and I had tears pouring down my face and my husband was pissing himself next to me. It is honestly, if there was any episode to feel supported and not alone, (laughs) this is the episode. So when I Googled mum brain, someone somewhere said, and I quote, mum brain refers to the forgetfulness and brain fog that some mothers experience after the birth of their children. These moments echo pregnancy brain, which can also manifest as forgetfulness. Now, if I can also add, because we all know I'm going to, a brain for the toddler years. Yeah. This I would like to call the CBF, can't be fucked, Play-Doh brain. This is something I self-diagnosed myself with when Billy was around two years of age. And to give you an idea of a can't-be-fucked Play-Doh moment, an example would be when your toddler has a tantrum on the floor while you're doing something productive and instead of pausing to help your child get over the fact that they... I don't know, cannot put a fridge magnet in a microwave. You quietly just stand there staring at your screaming child and do absolutely nothing for a few seconds, followed by a simple thought like, hmm, what am I going to make for dinner? And that, my friends, is can't be fucked Play-Doh brain. And I actually asked my mum if she has CBF brain with me and 33 years on she does. So it is what, actually What, she still thing. has it going on? She In does 33 years I'm still going to spill this way. Yeah, or it's mum brain forever. children. No, mum ba- brain forever. No, but I do want to say that real like postpartum mum brain, it does change and we're going to have a laugh today. But I do want to say I never experienced pregnancy brain. So when everyone was talking about mum brain, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone gets like forgetful when they're tired. Like, you know, eh, yeah, I'm just going to be tired as a new mum. 
it is a whole nother kettle of fish. And as much as we're going to keep things lighthearted, I do want to say that there were moments in both postpartum periods where I felt super down about mum brain. I would listen to people speak so eloquently and I think all of us as listeners feel that, you know, before we had children, we were a real like high functioning member in society. And all of a sudden I was like, am I ever going to have a vocabulary like that again? Am I ever going to be able to put like a, listen, I can't even think right now, but you know, put it's like an eloquent, fact, right? no, I know, but I was like, am I, it made me feel really down because I would hear these people speak about something they were passionate about or, you know, something that they were really well versed in. And I would be like, am I ever going to be able to speak eloquently about anything ever again? And it would make me feel really down because I would not be able to put one like intellectual sentence together or I would go and catch up with a mate and I'd come home and Nick would be like, oh, you know, like how have they been since this, this and that had happened or like how are they finding their new job or how was their trip to this place? And I would be like, I didn't even ask. I I felt like I could no longer function and have like a normal conversation with someone or think like, oh, what would be like a reasonable question to ask next in this social interaction? Did you ever feel that way? Yes, it would happen to me. So much so that it would give me anxiety because of it and then I would feel even worse. So I guess this episode is for the mothers out there that have these similar occurrences and feel a little bit like, oh gosh, I've lost my brain. This is for you. You haven't lost your marbles. You haven't lost your brain altogether. We are bringing you some fun, happy, hilarious stories of other mothers to make you feel like you are not alone. So let's get cracking, Soph. So did you have any, you didn't have any pregnancy brain rippers? No, not really. Like, I mean, like I felt tired and I felt really sick and just like generally miserable, but I never really had any Barry's. Okay. Well, let's start off. You can start off with the first one because it was sent in via email. So this is one of the longer ones that we will address. Okay. Hi, ladies. Firstly, I love your podcast. Became part of my weekly ritual. Recommend it to all mama friends. Had to leave that in there, didn't you, Jade? (laughs) So mum brain story. I'm a registered nurse on an orthopedic ward and we give a lot of S8 meds throughout our shifts, which if anyone doesn't know what that is, it's like opiate type drugs. And the meds come in sachets of seven. And each time you get one out of the double locked cupboard, you and another nurse have to check the count is correct. Baby brain me would just lose count every time. I'd start counting seven, 14, 21. Then my brain would just freeze and I could not (laughs) count any further. I mean, I know my sevens times table in my (laughs) sleep, but baby brain would take me so long. And my buddy nurse would just look at me like I was so bloody thick. So were you ever pregnant and in the hospital? Yeah, yeah, with Poppy. So did you ever have any of these things happen to you or were you that friend going, what is happening to these people? You can't remember. I can't remember. (laughs) The only thing I remember from Poppy's pregnancy is just feeling so sick. It's like that just like overwhelmed any other symptom or sensation or anything. It's honestly a time in my life that I barely remember because I was in survival mode. Yeah, totally. It is. It's such a survival mechanism, isn't it? 
Okay, let's go into the next one. I asked a workmate to get a coffee and then left without her. (laughs) I couldn't find my purse and then days later found it in the freezer. Can I say, even glimpsing through these last night, there was with pregnancy brain and with mum brain, there were so many fridge, freezer and oven (laughs) situations. So if you're pregnant or in the postpartum period out there and there's anything you cannot find, pause this podcast (laughs) and go and check your freezer, your fridge or your oven. Now, I tried to open the door at home by pointing my car keys at it and pressing the button (laughs) a lot. I have actually done this when I'm checking in because of COVID, I'm checking in with the QR code on my phone, instead of opening the camera, I double click and try and get my credit card out. And I have sat there for literally probably two minutes trying to work out why it won't click and receive. And then I'm like, oh, you've got to do that. (laughs) I'm a florist and wrote down the wrong date for a wedding. I messaged her saying, I can't wait for you to see these bouquets this Saturday. She replied, "Um, don't you mean Friday? Safe to say I pulled an all-nighter and finished the job. I will say something that you get used to with pregnancy brain or mum brain is constantly checking yourself. Like I feel like that just becomes a normal part of life where you go, all right, now like I'm 99% certain that I have this appointment next Monday, but I feel like you just have to get used to going back and checking, you know, the email confirmation so many times. And at our Airbnb, we have a cleaner that like flips the house. And I remember in that postpartum stage, I would message her like daily, just being like, just want to make sure I told you about this clean. Like, just want to make sure, like just always checking myself. So that's a little tip out there. Yeah. And so many people even wrote in saying that even though they have checked their appointment times, they've still got it wrong. So I don't know what that says. I think we just have to accept that we have a mum brain and you're going to stuff up from time to time. The next one that I absolutely loved was last week I bought a bottle of olive oil upstairs instead of my drink (laughs) bottle. I'm sure that was lovely to drink. That's like that time I put nail polish remover on my eyes instead of that um, that eye makeup <laughs> remover. Yeah, wouldn't recommend it. Oh, my God. Did you burn your eyeballs? They were all right, but I was really worried I was going to wake up the next morning blind. But, yeah, no, I wouldn't recommend it. Trying to eat breakfast with two knives, wondering <laughs> why it wasn't working. <laughs> I stared blankly at a bartender for about 30 seconds and then ordered a vase of water instead of a jug. I blew on my spoonful of ice cream to cool it down (laughs) like it was a hot soup. Can I say I do that all the time and that for me is not related to mum brain. (laughs) Well, it might be, but I feel like when you have kids, you're so used to cooling things down and I end up just doing it with everything and Goldie coffees me and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm teaching her to like cool down yogurt. Like it's already freaking cold. Don't you reckon that's a thing though? Because technically if you have something cold and then you're blowing warm air on it it is going to melt so well you have to go (gasps) instead of (laughs) (laughs) thanks for clearing that up (laughs) because you go (gasps) and the hot air comes out whereas we go (laughs) 
then it's cooling. Oh my gosh. 32 weeks pregnant and forgot to fill my car with petrol. I broke down on the freeway and my husband was camping. Can I just say that I had a friend who came into a shop we were at and she burst into tears because she had filled her diesel car full of petrol. Petrol. Do you know how expensive that is to re- Yeah, and if you start the car, you're screwed. So you have to realise before you've started the car because if you start the car, then the petrol goes all like through the engine or whatever. We did have someone right back who said that they filled up their diesel car with petrol and they went in to pay for it and the the shop assistant was going, oh, um, yep, so that petrol comes to this amount. And she's like, no, 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 I got diesel. She's like, I'm at number eight. And he's like, yeah, number eight, the petrol. And she said she was like somewhat having a go at him going, no, my car's diesel, not petrol. And he was going, well, you've put petrol oh. in it. And so she had to then get her car towed to get all the petrol siphoned out of it. That is one of my biggest fears because of hearing these stories. I get so frightened. So I make sure that when I'm looking at it, I'm like, diesel, diesel, diesel. And then even the actual diesel cap, when you open the... Oh, I look at it like diesel. 30 times. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like when sure. you go back inside your house 30 times to check you've turned the straightener off. That's what I do. I'm like, okay, look at my thing, says diesel. Look at the cap, says diesel. <laughs> look at the, the Bowser, Got says it. diesel. Are we sure it's diesel? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure it's diesel. I tried to cook chia seeds instead of quinoa for dinner. Well, I would have cooked chia seeds over quinoa for dinner anyway. (laughs) I'd rather have neither. 38 weeks pregnant with number one, lit the fireplace one night, left a cigarette lighter on the top. 30 (laughs) minutes later, sounds like shots were being fired and the lighter (laughs) exploded. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. Oh, actually, I have a full-on mum brain for that. I left my brand-new Harry Austin bag on the fireplace. I just got it and I'm going to say it's a dad brain moment because I left it there and my husband filled the fireplace full of obviously wood and lit it and he was watching a movie and I was looking at him not at the TV and I could smell like a burning leather and I said to my husband what's burning like is it is it the oven? And he's like, nah, he was literally facing the fireplace. And what was like melting? Sophie, the actual bag was on (laughs) flames on top (laughs) of the fireplace, like on the fireplace. (gasps) It had stuck to the fireplace. He had to get it out. He picked it up. What do you do? He, I don't know. He wasn't thinking properly, but he had to think quick. He picked it up, threw it outside. It was still in flames and he had to start squashing it and hosing it out. And by that stage, I just looked at this poor bag. The whole house stunk and there was a bit of leather stuck to the fireplace for months. I had to like get rid of it by, you know, like scratching it off. I love that there's literally a bag in flames in front of him and he's just like oh great movie love this flick do you know what he said I said how did you not see that that was on flames he's like let me guess he said why did you leave your bag on top of the oh you know he did you know he did (laughs) but on top of that he said babe I was watching Lord of the Rings and there was fire on the tv and I was like nah nah I can't even have this conversation what is this what is this new technology (laughs) that like whatever you watch on the tv you now get the smelling sensation as well where's your peripheral vision Peripheral. <laughs> Where's your bloody whatever you call vision? Peripheral vision. Yeah. 
had a hospital trip for bubs and told them my date of birth, not my babies. They were so confused. Yes. Oh my gosh, no, I need to tell one like that. So the hospital I gave birth at is called John Flynn. (laughs) And when I was heavily pregnant with Poppy, I woke up in the middle of the night one night and I had excruciating stomach pains. Like if I hadn't have previously had my appendix out, I would have thought it was appendicitis. Like it it wasn't cramping like labor. It was like, yeah, that real tense, constant pain. And I was really worried. And so I said to Nick, I was like, oh, this doesn't feel right. Can you give the hospital a call? So he called labor ward and he's like, you know, my wife's 36 weeks pregnant. She's woken up in the middle of the night, has stabbing stomach pains. And they said, okay, okay. Um, And can you tell me what her obstetrician's name is? And he's like, John Flynn. And they're like, no, 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 no. Can you tell me what the obstetrician's name is? And he just kept going, it's John Flynn. It's John Flynn. And I was like, just give me the phone. Oh my gosh. But to his credit, I would have said John Flynn too. It is such a doctor's name. Pregnant and trying to call someone, but I couldn't work it out. I was dialing into my calculator <laughs> app. I've put the fridge in the milk and the cupboard in the wheat picks a couple of times. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Wow. Is that person being serious or is that joking? I don't know. Or I could have wrote it wrong. I'm not sure. Let's just move on. Oh, this is great. Stopped at a train line. No train was coming. Boom gates weren't even down. (laughs) Okay. That is scary mum brain. When I was pregnant, I would always book flights for myself instead of for my boss. Girl, just yeah, I just want to go on a holiday. That's fine. Oh, my God, I work in a childcare and once used a dummy to lock a door. <laughs> it didn't work. Wow, that's Thank a surprise. Thank you for clarifying. Writing text message responses and forgetting to hit send. All right, don't lie. The amount of times you just look at a text message and you're like, I'm not going to respond to that, but I'm going to give you credit because... I forget to press send all the time. And yeah, I'm like, but- oh, why did that person not get back to me? And it's just still sitting there unsent. But it's not even getting to that point. It's like when you become a mum, you're so busy with so many things in your head to do. And then you you do, you look at your phone and you're like, oh, so-and-so's just written. I'll write back to them soon. Next minute... Someone's having a mental breakdown, you're having a mental breakdown, or you need to feed, or the baby's just woken up, and then five hours later you're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even reply. So this is a thing, and people actually genuinely don't mean to not respond. I'm like that meme. I will write back literally within three seconds or it'll take seven to ten business days. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I absolutely love that. And can I just say, if someone's a newborn mum, don't pull them out of the blue. Send them a text message. I think that's nice. I think it's nice to check in, but, like, text them before you call. Yeah, definitely. All right, now this was sent in via email. Love your potty. It makes my week. Sorry, I had to add that in there. Okay, mum brain. I was staying in Niku with my 28-weeker, so I feel I had a baby brain on roids. A co-worker had a baby while we were in hospital. Her baby's name was Edgar. I was completely aware of this and had known his name long before he was born. For some reason, my brain decided to fuck with me and simply decided that Edgar's name was actually Cedric. Yes, like Cedric from Harry Potter. This is even how I describe the name to my husband. Yeah, it's 
Cedric, like Cedric from Harry Potter, must be a fan, never met Cedric before. It wasn't until a friend corrected me that I realised my garbage brain had betrayed me. Worst part, I don't even know if I ever referred to him as Cedric to his mother. It's just such a random name. Oh, my gosh. But do you know when you look at people, even adults, and you look at them and you're like, mm, he's not a Phil, he definitely is more uh, like you, a Steve. You're not a Jade. How long did it take Nick, my husband, to actually call you Jade? We had literally been doing the podcast for, I reckon, six months, and I'd be like, oh, I've just got to quickly jump on a call with Jade, and he'd be like, who? I'm like, Jade, the only person I fucking work with. Are you kidding me? Like, what? But tell she's them like, who. Oh, she's, she's more like a London. Yeah. She's more like a London. I'm like, yeah, she is. But, oh. you know. Oh, I love this one. I put my baby in the front seat and my handbag in the car seat. Luckily, no one noticed before leaving. Nick did this when Goldie was a newborn. He put her in Poppy's toddler seat. So Poppy is obviously like is in a front-facing toddler seat and she was in a rear-facing capsule. And I turned around in the passenger seat and Goldie was just sitting there like all her dreams had come true. Like she was like... <laughs> I love this. And she hated the car as a baby. And so I think she was like, oh, my gosh, this is what I'm missing out on. Look at all the stuff I can see. We didn't drive anywhere, but I totally understand. Oh, that's classic. I left my child health record book on top of the car and drove off. I mean, surely these are all on computer files (laughs) by now. As if you can expect a mother or a parent to remember those fucking books ever. Oh, it's just, it's rude. I remember there was like one sheet of paper that we went home from the hospital with and they're like, oh, this piece of paper is really important. Um, It can't be replaced and like this is needed to like register her birth. No, but like it's needed to register the birth and get the birth certificate. And I was like, what year are we in that (laughs) you're relying on a new mum to keep track of one sheet of paper? Like let me just get the baby home safely, not worry about the piece of paper. Absolutely. I couldn't spell my daughter's name. What was it? Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) We actually had so many messages of people write in saying that they were like in the checkout for Kmart or the supermarket (laughs) or whatever with their like six-week-old baby and the checkout person would go, oh, my gosh, they're so cute, what's their name? And then people just flat out could not remember their kids' names and so would just make one up. (laughs) And that is full-on fog. Like, it's just fog because you're not even really, like, you can't even comprehend that conversation. You're already, like, thinking about, I don't know, what dinner is. No, but I think you go into, like, because you know that fog's there, I feel like you automatically go into panic mode because there's just, like, it just becomes, like, well, for me anyway, like, when I have those run-ins, it just becomes like just air in my head. So no matter where I search, like even if you asked me to make up a name, it's like everything leaves the building. Like I can't even grasp onto like one thing that I could even make up. There's just nothing there for me to grab onto. And it's the same when you're halfway through a sentence and you're searching for a word and you're like, there's no synonyms there. There's no like alternative words that I can use. There's just nothing. nothing. And I swear you just go into this like panic mode of like, yeah. oh my God, they're looking at me and my brain is empty. 
It's so hectic. But someone did say they went to the shops to get nappies urgently and ended up in Kmart buying themselves some leggings. That's not baby brain. We do that. That's Kmart. That's just Kmart brain. That's that's the way Kmart and Ikea are set up. Like you're meant to go looking for something and leave with everything but. Oh, this one's happened a lot. Tell them this one. So proud for getting out of the house, left the front door wide open. I will say this was the number one thing of baby brain brain that got me is I would leave the house and then I'd be coming back and approaching and I'd be looking through my bag for my house keys or looking in my car for my house keys and I can't find them anywhere and the front door's locked but in the front door is my keys still so I've obviously locked it turned around and just walked I'm like cool glad the tv's still there (laughs) (laughs) that's great Um, oh my gosh ringing the medical center from a town you lived in over five years ago to book jabs (laughs) I was adamant that January and December are in two different calendar years what wait think about it when I wrote this out I'm like it is and then I was like wait it's not do you get it so I mean if you say January and December it is but if you say December and January it's not yeah but I get what she's saying so I feel like that's just anyone's brain would be like what so you are that's that's okay that's a hard one here's a fridge one I put the iron in the fridge (laughs) (laughs) good place to put it oh partner's last name is Ho H-O-E there was an an accidental mix-up of the first and last name on my daughter's birth certificate (laughs) oh my gosh. Is that easy to change? Oh, I don't think anything's easy to change when you've just given birth. <laughs> Forgetting your child's birth date. I will say when I had Poppy, I was like, how does anyone forget their child's birth date? Or like time of birth? I can't remember what time Goldie was born. Yeah. It was I, the morning sometime. It was before the sausage sizzle started at the <laughs> hospital. That's all I remember. <laughs> But I asked mum and I'm like, you had one child. Like, you have one job. Yeah, remember? that's not good enough. No, she's like, oh, I don't know. Well, maybe she does. I can't remember. Oh, not completing any task I have started. Yes, that's normal. I've reversed into our garage door twice. To my credit, <laughs> I thought I'd already pressed the button to open it. Oh, my gosh, as in they literally thought the garage door was open but it was shut. Isn't it, like, darker in there? But isn't there, like, a revision mirror? <laughs> Yeah, do you just go out of your garage without looking? Like what if there's someone (laughs) going past? Okay, whoever sent that in, there's a few safety issues. We're sending an occupational health and safety officer (laughs) over with a clipboard now. And we are taking away your car. (laughs) (laughs) Two weeks postpartum, I spent longer than I'd like to admit looking for the clutch in my (laughs) automatic car. You're going to start somewhere. I have a new Oh, it's like how many times have you looked for your sunglasses that are on your head or you're talking on the phone and you're looking for your phone? I know. When you're like, where's my phone? And it's in your hand. I have a newborn and forgot to put my three-year-old in the car seat. He climbed over to the front (laughs) while on the main road. Do you know how many times I've been mid-trip and Poppy's turned around and gone, Mum? You forgot to clip me in. I'm like, oh, lucky you're such a safety Pete. Otherwise, (laughs) we'd be screwed. Oh, that's so good. Today I went to work with nothing, no mask, no handbag, (laughs) nothing. How liberating. I know. How How great. I feel great. Dragged my family to an appointment a week early and then did it again a month later. (laughs) 
Um, Nick, for two years running, mm. text messaged his sister to say happy birthday on the right day of the month but three months early both <laughs> times and he is the least punctual person so it's the only time he's ever been like early or on time for anything. But, yeah, two years in a row. I think he even actually called her and started like singing happy birthday and she's like, <laughs> my birthday's in May. <laughs> I'll give him some credit. At least he 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 wants to give her a happy birthday. <laughs> I had one. Uh, it was two months ago, actually, and I planned this whole day out. I looked at my calendar. I knew that I had an appointment. I was like, okay, no, I can't do this this day because I've got an appointment. Cancelled everything. Walked in. I was all cheery. I was five minutes early. Went to the desk, and she's like, "What are you doing here, Jade?" And I'm like, "I'm here for my appointment." She's like. That was yesterday and I was like, oh, no, it was they not They didn't yesterday. call to make sure you were okay? Oh, they called. They called two days before to make sure I was coming. So they, you know how they give you that, are you coming, and you just reply yeah. yes. So I actually had that and I still stuffed up, didn't go that day, and then went the wrong day. Oh, how long did you have to wait for the next appointment? I'm still waiting. It's a psychologist appointment, so it's really actually concerning. But to my credit, I'm like, that's what I said. I go, "Uh, don't you think, like, kudos to me for actually thinking that I'm on time, but can I get an appointment sooner because clearly there's something wrong that I have actually got this so wrong? And they were like, get out. I think that's the kind of thing that's beyond psychologist help. Yes. Self-checked out $120 worth of groceries, forgot to put them in the pram and didn't realise until the next day. I've done that where I've gotten home with groceries and left things that have needed to be refrigerated all on the kitchen bench till the next morning and then you just wake up and you're like, Imagine leaving your whole groceries at the store. How sad. Would you reckon the person behind her just like went through her bags, took what they wanted and left? 100%. God, assholes out there, aren't they? Or I've done that before and you've left, you've gotten cash out at the checkout and left the money there. You've stolen it. No, I've <laughs> left the money there and then stolen it to make up for it. Oh, left the spoon in the bowl of soup I was heating in the microwave. I can count on two hands how many times I have sat there in my mum brain thinking, can I put foil and metal in a microwave? And it's taken a really long time to work out that I can't. But does it just get really hot or does it explode? No, I, I, I just think that that's a real, like, no, no. That's like sticking a fork in a PowerPoint or something. Yeah, I think it's one of those things you just do not do. One of those things you're meant to learn as a toddler, but we're still getting around to it. Exactly, exactly. Three months postpartum, forgot how to use the <laughs> foot pedals in my car. I drive an automatic. I have had that before where, you know, like if you think about breathing, it can come, become really stressful because it's something that you just do automatically. I've had that before where I've been driving and I've been like, oh my gosh, which one's the accelerator and which one's the brake? And I think it's because it's something that just comes so automatically to me that then when I think about it too hard, I get in a real spin. All right, I'm not going in any car with you ever again. Mate, you are so aggressive when you drive. <laughs> yeah, but I'm... At I, least you know how to. <laughs> yeah, I get there from A to B with a few parking fines and speeding fines in between. 
Forgot my pin at the supermarket. It's been the same pin since I was 15. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Someone else wrote in a similar one where they said, I've had the same pin number for over a decade. (laughs) Took my kids and husband out to a market. Everyone was starving. Could not for the life of me remember the pin, remember the numbers, but not which way around they went. Gave two attempts. The machine ate her card (gasps) and they all just had to leave hungry. But that is, I mean, how many people out there and people listening have forgotten their pin where you've just been thinking about something, you slip it into the ATM to get cash out or whatever, and then all of a sudden your mind just goes blank and you're like, two, eight, eight, no, that's not it. And you just don't even think about it. You just don't know what it is. Did you nearly give away your pin? I did, I did. I I had to stop myself. (laughs) Oh, I introduced myself to a colleague I'd worked with for three months in the office. I will say there's so many people you meet during that postpartum period and then when you meet them again, they often make you feel bad because they're like, yeah, we've met. And you're like, yeah. And at that stage, I didn't know what my own freaking name was, let alone remember you. Everyone's face is just a blur. Yeah, you're all blobs. Today I said, let's go for a walk on the beach yesterday. (laughs) I meant tomorrow. I completely forgot my newborn's name. I also called her my friend's baby's name a lot. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say (laughs) that you secretly wanted your friend's baby name. Do you know how often my friend Jazz calls her two kids Poppy and Goldie and she has two boys? (laughs) She is constantly like, oh, Goldie, Poppy. Marley, Valley, whatever your name is. And I'm like, number one, I think it means we spend too much time together. Number two, I'm like, they're not even the same gender, nor are their names even slightly similar. (laughs) But how many people, like, you know, when you're, do you get this when you're in your household and you're like, I'm always like, Rudy, London, Nick, Yumi, what? And then I stop and I'm like, who am I trying to speak to? Mia, can you please go and get your clothes on? And everyone's name but the person that I need (laughs) to address comes out. I had to start describing things because I couldn't think of the word, you know, like the place where we clean the clothes or the place where the car goes. Oh, unfortunately, this is just like my life. I can never think of the word, so I just go in swings and roundabouts. Oh, this is true, not realising if something is a dream or actually happening. Now, I find this when you are in the thick of newborn sleep deprivation. You just don't actually know if it's happening, if you've done it. For a lot of times I've actually tried to think if I've taken my medication and then I can't remember if I did it this morning or yesterday morning. Yeah, when time is so weird during those phases. I didn't necessarily not know if something was a dream or real, but I think there were so many times where I was like, did I actually, like in between feeds, for example, actually fall asleep or has it only been 30 seconds or has it been six hours or like that whole feeling of time is just so bizarre. One time I was putting Billy down in her cot and I was waiting like, you know, five minutes just to see if she'd stir again and I fell asleep standing up and head butted the wall. Like I actually just smacked, went straight into it and then my husband was like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm not sure what just happened, but I can't do this anymore. It was so 
brutal. And it wasn't <laughs> I'm like I'm sorry that I'm laughing, but no, my it friend was- with my friend told me a very similar story. She was saying that she suffered from pregnancy brain but hasn't from mum brain, but she found the pregnancy brain really rattling mm. because she all of a sudden felt like she like couldn't do her job and that kind of thing. And she said one day her partner got home and she was asleep standing up in the shower with the lights off <laughs> and he turned the lights on and it woke her up and she felt like so rattled by it. That she, like, started crying. But she has no idea how she did it. Well, you know, just FYI, the wall that I had butted was actually cement, not plaster. (gasps) Yeah. How'd you go? It hurt. I had an egg on my head. (laughs) (laughs) I poured my coffee into my baby's bottle. Oh, wouldn't recommend it. Would not recommend it. Trying to settle my baby and realising after a minute it was in the TV. Oh, what? Okay, Okay, wait, wait, wait. So you know when you're in the shower and you put your newborn to sleep and then all of a sudden you hear and you're like, oh, my God, and then you turn the shower off and you're like, oh, no, it's not the baby. You turn your shower back on. So this woman has thought that her baby's crying but it's some stupid little baby on a TV (laughs) show and she's like, oh, there's a few things you never want to hear. Someone else's baby crying in the TV and also you never want to hear another person's mobile phone in a movie. It just puts you off your whole Mm. life and you're like, where am I and what is happening? Did you find that after having a baby you found like ads and stuff really emotional? (laughs) I remember when we brought Poppy home like watching a movie that like before I would have been able to watch fine if there was like a kid that was getting like picked on or like anything like that I would be an absolute mess and I remember we Nick and I and this is a sad movie have you watched Wonder? No should I? Oh I don't know it depends Maybe get into your psychologist appointment first and then watch it. But Nick and I watched it once and we were both sitting there in tears to the point that we were like, should we go and just like get her out of bed and give her a cuddle? Like we were so – and like, you know, I would like watch an ad about something and, oh, my God, I was just – would cry at the drop of a hat. All of a sudden I just think that like life feels really precious. Yeah. Well, my husband ever since we had kids won't watch anything that is to do with kids getting kidnapped or getting hurt. He just he yeah. won't. His wall goes up and say like, I'm not watching it. Yeah. But Marley and me, that movie, I mean, you might not be able to relate cuz you're not a dog lover, but I was hysterical hysterically sobbing like it was my own dog that died it was so so sad and that is something like sometimes I just think why do we want to put ourselves in that emotional state when that movie came out I felt like a cold-blooded murderer Mm. because all of my friends who had had pets were like oh my gosh it's the most emotional movie ever and I was like oh that was so boring (laughs) (laughs) oh my did you watch the whole thing yeah I was just like I didn't understand the connection to a dog like I can I can appreciate it maybe a bit more now but at the time I was just like don't lie Sophie yeah I'm a cold-blooded killer (laughs) Okay, a week after birth, I put a whole loaf of sourdough bread in the washing machine. All right, I don't know who is worse on this. Did she turn it on? I want to know if she turned it on. Well, we'll have to ask her. If you are listening and this is you, let us know if you turn the washing machine. I don't know if you're worse than me, but I put an entire tissue box (laughs) in the washing machine and turned it on a few weeks ago. And that was a shitstorm. I reckon that's worse because 
that would have been through everything. Like did you have to individually pick it yeah. all off or did yeah, you just put it back through again? Well, everyone said that you should put it in the dryer because it takes a lot of it off and then wash it again and do that again. Right. Because I feel like that kind of stuff sticks for so long. It does. And if you put it on the line, it almost goes like hard and into yeah, the actual. Yeah, paper mache. Yeah, it was fucked. It was fucked. Oh, but God. think about it. Surely sourdough would be worse because remember when you, when it's, remember, when it's soft. Remember that time you did that. Remember that time. When it's soft, it sticks to clothing like it's goo. It's gooey. Yeah, and then when it dries, it would become like a breadcrumb. Oh, okay. I don't know. But that sounds wrong. And what a waste of sourdough. I've got I've got a um solution for this though. Ooh, don't be doing the washing a week after birth. There you go, and that won't happen. I mean, I don't know what your excuse is. You're like two and a half years postpartum, <laughs> but this chick, a week after birth, just don't be doing the washing. Pa- yeah. Palm that off to someone else. I was riding in a birthday card and had to write the word great. I had a mind <laughs> blank. I was like, what does it start with? What does a G even look like when I write it? I thought I had lost my mind. <laughs> But this comes back to not like you feel so dumb when you can't yeah. think of like how to spell something so simple. It just you get like it's a total It's brain like fart. when people return to work a few weeks after birth and like take my hat off to them, but I just don't understand how it's done because I'm like if I tried to like be a part of a meeting or like I would be the same. I would be like, yeah, okay, so where do we start with spelling great? Yeah. Like, you know, like, I just don't know. My newborn hated the capsule, so I went to buy a car seat, waited ages with the newborn and the toddler while they installed it. The two-year-old wouldn't get in his car seat, so I shoved him into the back seat while I put the newborn in his new seat. Newborn was screaming, new seat made no, <laughs> no newborn, newborn was screaming, new seat made no fucking difference. I drove 20 minutes shushing the newborn only to realise my toddler was <laughs> sitting on the floor of my car reading a book. I forgot to strap him in. The real question is, because he was happily sitting there, did you just leave him? Yeah, I want to know. You'd be so tempted. You wouldn't want to pull over and risk your newborn cracking the shits again. Like, how far did you go? Close to home, you'd probably. uh, That's not a recommendation at all. No. And I just want to say, I got in trouble once when I was driving with Billy on our property, like literally up our driveway. But these teenagers who were following me at the time on Instagram thought that I was on a main road or a freeway or some psycho road going 120 k's an hour. So they thought they would dob me into Channel 7. And then then a whole news article was written about you. And then a whole news article was written about me being a bad mother, driving my child recklessly. But the funny thing with that is the amount of people that were like the memories that I had growing up on a farm or sitting on my dad's lap in the driveway and driving down there, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I'm getting way off track. I just needed to let that out because it's been (laughs) annoying me for quite some time. So if you ever Google me, you will see that and it didn't happen. I once put the baby in his seat, then stepped into the passenger seat myself (laughs) and legit sat there for about two minutes checking my phone until I realised that I was in fact the one who had driven to the shops (laughs) on my own, so I was the one who needed to drive us back home. 
<laughs> oh, the amount of times I've automatically got in the passenger seat. Like I always make Nick drive if there's an option. Like I hate it. And the amount of times <laughs> I've been by myself with the kids and just toddled off into the passenger seat. One time I left Billy in the lift in a shopping centre. Uh, was that an accident though or on purpose? No, it was an accident. Like I had, to my credit, I think I had Yumi strapped to me or I was pregnant with Yumi and I had Mia running out so I was just walking out and Billy just fluffs behind and then I turn around it was like a slow-mo movie clip and the doors just closed and she's like mom so I had to run down these escalators to try and get her got all the way down only to realize she's gone the fucking way back up so I've had to go all the way back up and then finally we reunited Reunited. Mm. and she's been claustrophobic and never (laughs) let me not hold her hand in a lift so did you ever when you added another child to the family I never did this with Poppy but I did this with Goldie where she would be napping and I would forget I had another child yes all the time and then they wake up and you're like oh my god or like someone like asks you something about them and you it just like takes you a second to go, oh, yeah, like I have that other kid. What about when you go somewhere on your own after having a newborn for a few weeks and then you look in the back seat and have a heart attack while driving realising, oh, hang on, I don't actually have a child in there. It's at home. Yeah. That has happened to me so many times and I actually, my heart. Didn't you say that's one of the hardest things about going to three kids is that like just like the head count constantly and like looking in the back and like if there's ever no kids in the back you automatically go okay let me just check where all three are yeah all the time and it's so much I mean I'm not saying that two kids is easier than three and five and whatever but for my personal experience when I have two children like when Yumi's at daycare and I've got the two big girls I like it's so much easier because I've got two hands. It just, I always say this, but for me, it just makes so much sense. Even if I've got Yumi and Billy, like when I've got three, I'm just like, I I can't work it out in my head. I get really like blocked. I'm like, okay, this is too many people to care for. (laughs) I probably should have had two kids, but we all know that. Oh, twin brain. Twin brain is a thing. Let's bring the twin mamas in. DNA swabbed my twins to see if they were identical, but I swabbed the same baby (laughs) both samples. I think that means they're identical. Yeah. Don't you reckon? Yeah, 100%. If they look that alike that you're swabbing the same baby twice. You know. Oh, this is what I just said. I'm constantly forgetting I have a second baby. I'm not sure how you do that when you're having twins, but... Go for gold. That's fine. No, but I guess that would make sense. Like, I don't know. Fed one baby during the night and put back down in the cot on top of the other one. Oh, my God. Do you know I've actually breastfed Billy's toes (laughs) instead of her mouth? I picked her up upside down. She went around the other side of the cot. You know, like I thought Wait, her head. What, how did you latch her because, between the toes? So because no, because I was so sleep. <laughs> Do you have a foot fetish? <laughs> Stop it. Just tweak the nipple. <laughs> tweak the nipple with your toes. 
When I was sleep deprived, I thought that her head was where it usually is when I put yeah. her down, but she just did a 360 in worms. So I picked her up and I was so tired when I sat down on the rocking chair, I went to like <laughs> latch her on, but it was like separated. I'm like, what? And I looked down and it was her legs and not her head. Very embarrassing. Didn't want to admit it. Was the sleep suit on upside down? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Her head wasn't split in half. She actually just had two feet. That's what it was. Dad brain moment, but we're both sceptical on whether it's dad brain or just <laughs> being a man, but, you know, we'll move on. 100%. My husband was so overtired, he used toothpaste as face wash in the shower. Mate, come on. Like, Well, the people texture. say to put toothpaste on your pimples. He probably woke up the next day and had the clearest skin he's had in his life. <laughs> if this is you, please let us know if his skin was clearer the next day. My husband and I were talking about boy names for number two and we settled on Rowan only to realise our daughter's name is Rowena. (laughs) That was one of my absolute favourites. I love that. Like how's the creativity? That's probably one of my (laughs) favourites. You just said that, but I agree. (laughs) That is one of my favourites. I'm just imagining them being like, yeah, if we have a boy next, Rowan, that's a great name. And then like the next day being like, Rowena, oh. (laughs) Oh, oh, Well, that's why we liked it so much. (laughs) What about um, when you try and remember how old you are? Like I turn like 30, I still got to get this right, but I when I turn whatever age I turn, so say I turn 33, I immediately start thinking that I'm 34 and then I go into the next year thinking that I'm actually 35 but I'm actually 34 and I can't remember. The whole year that I was 28 I called myself 29 because Nick turns the year older than me in January and then (laughs) I don't turn that year until September. So once it's his birthday it's like I'm like, oh, yeah, well, we're the same age and I call myself that for the entire year. This year I have it because I'm like not rushing into 30. I'm trying to laugh up my 20s for as long as I can. So Dirty 30. I think I'm 34 this year. I think. You're mid 30s. No, I'm not. 35 is mid. I'd say 34 to 36 is mid. No, I'd say 35 just flat square is mid. 35. And then what? When you're 36, you're going to be late 30s. No, no, no. 30, <laughs> 34 and 36 don't actually count. So you've got early 30s, which is 31 to 33. And then you've got late 30s, which is 37 to 39. And then you've got mid 30s, which is a flat 35. Okay, mid 30s. Well, we hope you guys had a bit of a laugh. This is a bit of a different episode to normal, but we figured there's enough serious stuff happening in the world. So why not just spice things up, make you feel less alone as you feel like your brain is leaking out your ear? Yes, absolutely. Wow. Dave. You've got nothing else to say because <laughs> I mean, you've got mud brain. No, I was actually looking at a bird outside the window and then I got distracted. Wow. All right. Well, we absolutely hope you love this episode. Thank you to everyone who wrote their stories in. They were hilarious. And if anyone's got any more, please feel free to share them on our Instagram at beyondthebump.podcast and we will share them with our followers. Bye-bye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beyond the Bump. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and give us a review. If you didn't, good on you. 
You can also follow us on Instagram at beyondthebump.podcast to stay up to date on behind the scenes and future episodes. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.